0: Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed leadership podcast. It's Tom here and thank you so much for joining us yet again and letting us play a small part in your uh, professional learning journeys. But hopefully, a lot of you out there listened to last week's podcast, um, where Alex from the team at Excel joined. And Alex is our um, blog writer and Mr. Creative in Excel. And uh, the new format seemed to work really well. So we've invited him along again. So hello, Alex.
1: I- I've happily accepted the invitation. Hi, Tom. <laughs>
0: And for those of you that didn't listen, the, the new format is what we're trying to do is bring the blogs that we create every couple of weeks to life by um, discussing them between Alex and I so that they can you know really hit home. And if you've read the blog, that's great. It will build on it. If you've not, that's also great. It will stand alone and uh, um, depends also how you consume your your information as to which one you prefer or indeed do both. So this week's uh, blog and podcast is about how to improve your relationship with discomfort and regularly break out of your comfort zone and I think it's a very hot topic at the moment Um, you know one because of everything that's happened with corona and the, the global pandemic that we faced people have been forced out of their comfort zones more so I think it's a good thing to to discuss how to embrace it if you're feeling um uncomfortable being out of your comfort zone Um, but the second is I think it's become a very uh uh, fashionable topic to talk about you know uh, not having a fear of failure um, and pushing yourself out of your comfort zones uh, for professionals as a way to develop and you know this is not something that's new it's been around for a very very long time Um, you know Franklin Roosevelt said decades ago that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself um, which is all about this desire to move out of your uh, comfort zone so Alex tell us a little bit more about your thought process when you were creating this blog
1: yeah I think you put it wonderfully Um, if I can add anything I think this is like you said it's about addressing your own fears um, having the self-awareness to to look at why things exist outside of your comfort zone and, and addressing them directly. Um, but this is also about the process of doing that. You know, obviously, if it's something that makes you uncomfortable, you have to be OK with feeling uncomfortable. But at the same time, you don't want to make the first time you try something that's a bit uncomfortable, the worst thing ever. You want to steadily uh, step into it and make it comfortable. So, um, so, yeah, this is all about the process of doing that. And, uh, and also about yeah facing those fears themselves and, and understanding why your comfort zone is what it is in the first place
0: yeah absolutely and I think um, when I be, was reading the blog as well not only is this you know can be a, a personal development um, topic but also you know we work with so many companies don't we where a fear of failure or failing fast has been built into their company values and I think for many businesses, this is something they really live and they do encourage people to, to try things no matter whether they're going to be great or, or not quite work the first time. Mm. But Others maybe give it a little bit more lip service than reality. So <laughs> um, whatever situation you find yourself in listening to this, um, thinking about how you can implement this on your teams and your business is also going to be beneficial. Awesome. So... Let's explore how we can make you feel more comfortable being uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) So the first, um, the point in the blog of of moving into this, being comfortable with being uncomfortable, is to ask yourself why. So tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that, Al. So uh, I think last week we spoke about
1: positivity and we spoke about why you need to know that having a more positive mindset is important. And and basically, you need to know why you're going to do anything before you do it. If you're going to build a good amount of motivation to, to see it through. However, this week's slightly different. I've got a two for one for you. So uh, I'm not going to hit you with one why. I'm going to hit you with two why's instead. So uh, it's like, basically, first of all, you need to figure out if something's uncomfortable, why are you fearful of it? Uh, make some sense put some logic behind the emotion but then secondly you need to actually figure out why, why are you going to be motivated to do something that feels incredibly awkward and it doesn't feel like you should do it what are you going to gain from it because by answering these two questions you're going to have well you're going to have an idea of what is it actually that you're scared of because it might not be as much as you think it is mm-hmm. uh, and secondly you know what what is this going to achieve by doing it but by having those two things then you're going to be much more likely to actually go ahead and face it than, than if you weren't.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I completely agree. And I know personally when I'm feeling uncomfortable with doing things, particularly at work, actually, you know, sending that email to um, a client that maybe is pushing back on a point or I don't know, whatever the case may be small or or large. I always ask myself the question, what's the worst that can happen? Mm because generally when you ask yourself that question you'll realize it's not that bad and no. the benefits massively can outweigh the worst that can happen so you just need to crack on uh, and do it yeah Al- albeit last time I vividly remember saying what's the worst that can happen I was uh, adjusting the Excel communications website and not only did the website then crash and um, everybody's emails then stopped working for, for nearly 24 hours so so. That's fine. I'll never do that again. I learned from that experience.
1: I would say you asked what's the worst that could happen and then immediately found out what was the worst that could
0: happen. And it wasn't that bad. I mean, I had a minor panic at the time, but it really wasn't that bad. (laughs) Um, And yeah, I I know last week, like you say, uh, when we were talking about positivity, we talked about outcome thinking and and that key question of what's in it for me. Mm. And again, I don't think you really do anything much in life that challenges you and helps you grow unless you understand what it can give you at the end of it.
1: Yeah. And I I think in these blogs, it's always a a point that we bring up. Um, Probably not in in great detail every time because it is a constant thing, but if you're looking to change or develop anything, yeah, having an end goal in mind is is hugely motivational. So uh, always worth doing
0: beforehand. So the next tip that you've got is don't dive too deep. Um, probably not as 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 obvious as the first one so what do you mean by that
1: yeah so if, if we think about if you, if you were thinking about learning how to swim or uh, even if you were like afraid of water or, or something like that how would you learn I mean would you go into the deep end and dive in head first and just kind of hope that you rise back to the surface and bob about or would you kind of start with some buoyancy aids learn how to float and then build the knowledge and confidence to actually then swim. It's it's about don't just do the thing that you're scared of doing and hope that it goes right. Set some steps, set some some groundwork to then build some knowledge on, so that next time you're you're confident that you actually have the ability to do it, and that you're not just going to throw yourself into it and hope for the best, fingers crossed.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and obviously, you know, some people do like that approach. Some people do like to just go into things and and just yeah hope that the best thing comes out these guys are are daredevils if if anything (laughs) but but sometimes especially if it's something you're incredibly fearful of actually just planning it a little bit and knowing right okay well i'm not going to do the biggest thing straight away i'll build up to it and then eventually i'll have the knowledge so that when it does come to going to that bigger aspect of this i'm ready
0: yeah yeah and i guess that's a situational thing as well as a personal thing you know if uh if it's the the swimming thing you don't want to dive straight into the deep end because if you ask that question what's the worst that can happen you could drown <laughs> but so in that situation you want those incremental steps before you you get there but for others you might you might be going head first into into a situation because the worst that can happen is not is not very bad yeah um, and i guess personality is wise well you know we're not all elon musks who can earn millions of pounds from selling PayPal and then invest every penny the next day into a new business and and go bankrupt. So I think the other thing I thought of when I was reading this one is about sort of fitness. When people approach fitness, what they tend to do is, you know, you'll say on the 1st of January, I'm going to get fit and you'll go down the gym and you'll spend two and a half hours in there and and really, really smash it. The next day you're aching and you feel terrible, which removes your motivation (laughs) to ever do it again and you don't. Whereas if you start by you know a little uh, going for a nice walk, and do that for a few weeks, and then you build up to maybe a light jog or whatever, you, you know you're building up that yeah ability to handle the discomfort.
1: Yeah, muscle memory. I think you hit a nail on the head there because it is it is about if this thing is a bad thing or you think it is a bad thing or something that you don't want to do, then if you dive in and it's a negative experience you, you risk making that worse so yeah it's, it's about preparation and about yeah building that muscle memory to make sure that when it happens or even if it doesn't go as you planned you've got actual things that you can take from it and and try again yeah
0: so the next point you've got is don't make excuses
1: yes um so this one does require quite a lot of self-awareness I think you know we've all made some good excuses I've definitely made some good excuses as to why I can or can't do things um in the past social things um not work related things (laughs) (laughs) as be careful what I say but (laughs) but um but yeah this is just about understanding when the reasons that you're making to yourself as to why something isn't possible understanding when they're valid and when they're not and when you're maybe not even realizing it but maybe when you're trying to just go for the easier option the one that you might not get you where you want to go but is comfortable and it's just about acknowledging when you're making those excuses as to why you can't challenge yourself and and again understanding why because quite a lot of the time it's a it's a safety it's a it's a coping mechanism for something that isn't actually as bad as you think it's going to be and
0: it's going to be a positive thing yeah such an easy trap to fall into you know, you don't realise you're making excuses sometimes, you know, I'm, I am I do it as much as anyone, you know, if there's a, I don't know, I'm trying to write a tricky proposal and I'll put it off and put it off and all of a sudden it's Friday afternoon. And then I do it in about an hour and realise, oh, it wasn't that bad, but I keep <laughs> making an excuse and saying, oh, I'm busy with other things and putting it off to tomorrow.
1: Yeah, my dog ate it.
0: <laughs> maybe not that extreme although your dog <laughs> does eat pretty much anything
1: yeah not emails but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wouldn't work for a proposal
0: <laughs> so yeah i guess if you find yourself making that excuse that's that's the exact point where you should say to yourself no i'm going to do it all right now because yeah. that's what pushes you out of your comfort zone um so the next one is a discomfort and it that it's a feeling worth feeling which maybe is counterintuitive so tell us a little bit more around your thinking there
1: it's weird because obviously when when we're growing up we're told to avoid certain things so you know eating unhealthy food regularly um we're told to look both ways when we cross the road because you don't know what's coming the other way and we're told to to avoid a lot of things and the things that often we can be scared of or or uncomfortable about are not those things they're not things that we were ever told oh this is going to be really bad for you they're just things that we maybe don't feel that we're capable of doing or that we we've never tried before so you know it, it's it's important to recognize that anytime when you've learned something new you've had to start somewhere and you've had to you've had to start with something that maybe is it, you were a beginner at or that you know you didn't have the greatest amount of experience at and if if you fail it's fine but you've you've got to you've got to start somewhere and you've got to feel uncomfortable in order to grow because growth doesn't come without a bit of discomfort.
0: Yeah. Um, just a caveat, though, we're not suggesting you cross the road without looking both ways. <laughs> no, no the, important thing, <laughs> the important
1: thing I was saying was those things we're told to be afraid of for good reason. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't do, don't dive in a sea full of hungry sharks. That is never going to end up well uh, or going well at all. Yeah. But there's certain things I think we put in that category of things that, oh, no, I should never try that because I might fail. Yeah. Or this won't go well. When actually, even if you do fail, it's, it's, not, it, it's not an end. It's not something where you should be going, right, well, I'll never try that again. It's yeah. just something where you can take the lessons from and actually improve from and, and make yourself better at that thing.
0: Well, and I think what's important is the feeling of success is so much more pleasurable than the, the discomfort you feel from things that didn't go right first time in in my humble experience you know you you might put in 10 proposals to clients and you you're gonna lose some of them probably more than you win but the ones you win are the ones that are gonna make you feel good and once you're you realize you want to start chasing that feeling of of uncomfortable success uh, it, it becomes your body's quest to to get it that buzz again i think i think that's exactly what it is it's a buzz it's like yeah. um I don't know, it's probably like addiction or something the more you <laughs> feel that buzz of of achieving something new the more you want it and you'll become more and more comfortable with discomfort
1: and this this might be a slight tangent but um sometimes things do feel much much better when they go right after they've not gone right the first time yeah, i was having a chat with a friend the other day about driving theory tests i was very uh, jammy and passed mine first time and obviously maybe didn't quite feel that ha- th- how special that is because I did it first time whereas someone that's been there taken the journey to the <coughs> test center oh sorry dog's gone crazy taken the journey to the test center failed had to come home had to revise had to go back failed again come home again then finally gone and passed it felt much better for them than it did for me who only had one not very eventful experience
0: yeah i yeah agree so moving on to the the last couple of points alex um surround yourself with go-getters how what what do you mean there
1: yeah so again last week it was something we spoke about about having people in your circle that are positive and are yeah why not rather than why should i and and this is exactly the same point there's people out there that are willing to go and try new things and throw themselves into different activities and and basically seek to develop and if you're if you're surrounding yourself with these people then you're you're much more likely to to say why not to things and to give things a go than to maybe be a bit more pessimistic and and stay on the fringes of things
0: yeah yeah it's it's interesting actually how many things in this topic of moving out of your comfort zone uh, do relate to the the positivity topic that we covered last week and yeah, I guess there's an intrinsic link between the being positive and then therefore being comfortable, uh, being uncomfortable. Um, and I completely agree being surrounded by people. And I guess, you know, personally, you know, I know my wife is always um, the one who's to encourage me to do new things when maybe I, I have a little bit of self-doubt. Um, but also for those listening in managerial and leadership positions, if you can be that kind of leader that, that encourages people to do stuff, whether you or they know whether it's gonna work or not, that is creating an, an environment also where discomfort is normal and and encouraged.
1: Yeah, and I think what you've said there's, uh, I think, yeah, when when you're feeling self-doubt or when you're, you know, maybe there's no logic behind some of your fears that having other people's perspective on on some of the feelings you're feeling is is so crucial to actually taking the next step. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a that's a really good point.
0: Also, where a coach can be really helpful. Coaches are mm. great at, at pushing you and asking you those those questions. Absolutely. So the last one is about being curious, and I think this is this is just be curious is a good way to live your life in general. And you know, we we're in a learning industry so we, by definition we need everyone to be curious because that's how you learn but i um, in the context of uh moving out of your comfort zone what did you mean here
1: open-mindedness um being being curious about oh I felt uncomfortable um how did I feel when I felt uncomfortable what did I feel like when it started to feel less uncomfortable how do I feel now I've done it um, what's the next step Basically, yeah, be be curious about the whole process. If you've done something that's uncomfortable, well, reflect on everything about it, and and know that next time these these things might happen again. It might feel slightly different, but you you're you're working more logic into some of the feelings you're feeling. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it's it's also crucial about planning what's up next and, and where you're going to go from that.
0: Yeah, I think the key word you said there is reflection. Um, by being curious and reflect reflecting on everything, that's, that's the growth. That's the learning. That's where it's coming from. Um, so super important. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I have really enjoyed that, that chat, Alex. And I hope for everyone listening, it's given you something, at least one little thing that you can take away today. Um, and I, I would challenge everyone listening to, to go away. And before you go to sleep tonight, do something small. That makes you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Maybe that thing that you've been putting off, um, and I promise you, it won't be that bad. In fact, I can't <laughs> promise you that. <laughs> could be. So do ask that that question. What's the worst that can happen? But just do something small and realise that that's where excitement and enjoyment and growth can come from in life. So
1: I want to I want to hear about them as well. So uh, anyone that does. Look us up on, on the socials and, and let us know. I'm, yeah. I'm always interested to hear what, what journeys people are going on and, and what they're trying, and, and I know you are as well. So, uh, yeah, look us up. Tell us what's happened.
0: Yeah, great shout. Great shout. And on that note, um, if what you've heard today you've enjoyed, uh, give us a subscribe, go onto the social channels and follow us, um, and know that on the Excel website there is loads of other learning content for you, blogs, podcasts webinars you name it there's there's content on there and if there's something that you want that's not on there let us know because we can create something so thanks for joining us again and uh, we will speak to you again in a few weeks time